Welcome to Marketing School, the only podcast that provides daily top-level marketing tips and strategies from entrepreneurs that practice what they preach and live what they teach. Let's start leveling up your marketing knowledge with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. All right, Marketing School listeners have a special message from our sponsor, DreamHost. If you want to rank higher on Google, you want to make sure your website loads super fast. Check out DreamHost. Not only is their solution super affordable, it'll make your website load faster and they have amazing tools and support for your business to ensure that you grow and succeed. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue, And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about the seven remote work trends that will impact your business. So... We're still in the thick of it. Five twenty-eight. This is May twenty-eighth, twenty twenty. So there's a, there's been a lot of chatter about remote work, and we even believe it's going to continue, right? Like, so Eric and I believe with them opening up more and more stuff, we're already seeing a trend of COVID spreading more and resurging back up. Sadly, so remote working is a huge trend, and you're already seeing companies like Twitter saying you don't have to come back to work if you don't want to. Yeah, so I guess that's that's really the the first one right there. It's I think there's going to be a lot more, you know, people looking at Twitter, people looking at Facebook, people saying like, oh, they're they're saying you don't need to come back for the rest of the year, whereas companies like Microsoft are kind of waiting and 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 seeing what develops. I think what's going to happen is some people are still going to have a semblance of an office because I was looking at a Twitter poll the other day. I think actually Heaton put it up, Heaton Shaw, and a couple thousand people responded to it. Maybe it was somebody else, but it was basically saying, look. How many of you are would like to come back into the office? How many would, would like to go purely remote? And how many of you want a hybrid? The vast majority of people picked that they wanted to go hybrid. And I think hybrid is the model of the future. Sure, you can socially distance and all that. But I think coming to the office maybe two or three days a week and then the other days are remote. I think that's what's going to work. And before I turn it over to you, Neil, I think the Israeli government or Israeli scientists came up with a, a smart model saying, hey, why don't you try a 410 model? Meaning you come into the office four days a week. Virus takes 14 days to incubate. So four days, you come into the office. The other 10 days, you don't come back. And then boom, you're back again, like next, next Monday. So I, I see that potentially being an option as well. Yeah, that's smart. The other big trend that I see is people are moving towards different communication channels. Like, I know in our office, we used to have so many meetings. The amount of time people spent on meetings at one point was just so ridiculous. We had to start enforcing policies on how many people could be in meetings because we don't want people wasting time in meetings versus actually getting work done. And when you look at this is what we found is by people using Zoom more, Slack more, Microsoft Teams more, they're actually getting more efficient. And people are learning how to get work done from their home. At the same time, we've also found that some people aren't good at working remotely. Some people are amazing at it. Others aren't. So with your business, you're going to have to figure out how to adapt and how to help people transition and teach them how to work remotely because not everyone's used to it. Yep. And then this is number three. Uh huh. So number three, kind of to Neil's point, I would say there is Zoom fatigue or Google Meet fatigue is very real right now. So I was just mentioning like, I think the last time I recorded this, the week before, or maybe that week, <laughs> I was capping out at 12 calls a day. I don't even know how it got to that point where my calendar was just booked up. But at the very end of the day, I was just, it's straight up like depression. And like, I feel like it's Friday every time that happened. So I actually see less Zoom meetings happening. So sometimes what I do now, instead of doing Zoom calls, I say, hey, let's just do a phone call. 
and then that way it, you don't have to keep looking at the screen the whole time because you know by the end of the day you're just you're just a vegetable so i see i see change-ups happening totally number four Another big thing that you're going to have to start taking into account is hours. So what we're seeing is businesses normally would be open from eight to five or whatever the hours may be. We're seeing people are starting to work more sporadic hours. So they still may be getting their work done, but they may stay earlier, finish later or start later and finish earlier and just be more efficient, work less hours in one day, but the next day they may end up working quite a bit more hours because they're also adapting to their family life with other people being in their home, such as their kids or their kids having to do Zoom school calls. So they had to be there for their kids and help them through that as well. So I think one thing that your business has to learn how to adapt to is people not working eight hours consistent and working during random hours and time. And as long as they get their work done, you shouldn't really complain much or have much of an issue. Yeah. Number five, curious to get your thoughts on this too, Neil. I was actually doing, I did like five podcasts today. So I'm, I'm hitting vegetable status as well. Before this, I was talking to the CEO and we're just, we both talked about how we gave, you know, this week was a short week for us because we had the Memorial Day holiday, but we also gave Friday off. So it became a four day weekend. And the team was like, yeah, we didn't realize how much we really needed that. And so the consideration now is, man, maybe we should give more days off kind of here and there kind of sporadically. So, you know, the next one we might do is in, you know, two, three weeks or so. And then you have July 4th coming, but it's just giving that extra buffer to let people recharge. Cause I know for someone like me, if someone just loves working, they're not going to stop. But if you give that buffer and they can actually plan around it, it goes a long way to helping them, you know, kind of keep their sanity. Number six, I believe corporate retreats, in-person events will become more important in the future anything that's team building exercises. Reason being is with all these people working virtually, they may not work as well with others. So the team building exercises and whether you do them virtually or in person or something, I think is very important. So for example, at our company, some people will do Zoom yoga where people within our office will instruct and teach something and everyone else is there and doing it within their home. Those team building exercises are really important, especially with the people that you're working with on a regular basis, because you can build that trust, get to know them on a personal level. You're going to gel more and get more things done. See, when you're in person, it's easier to see things or easier to have less communication breakdown. But when you're virtual, those chances of things going wrong increase. So for that reason, these team building exercises are important because it reduces team members not knowing how each other communicate or how each other's work and fixing that allows you guys to be efficient. Yeah. Number seven, last but not least, it kind of builds on that. It's really the the soft skills that matter. So maybe you're not the person and maybe if you're, even if you're not a person that talks about soft skills, like how are you doing it's still helpful for you to check in every now and then. I actually do that every now and then with, with people just to see how they're feeling. And I just might hop on the phone and not even talk about work. Sometimes it's just talking. And so, you know, thinking about maybe before this, I was like, you know, I love working from home. I didn't really feel a difference, but being home for the last 10 weeks or so, you can kind of see the wheels start to fall off for people. When people start to talk about mental health and like, that's, that's a real thing. Talking about mental health, telling people to take breaks, giving people access to maybe buying a team account for, could be a meditation app, like a calm, or even thinking about how you can, you know, give people, maybe there's a stipend for, for therapy as well. Right. So all these little things add up. And they go a long way because it shows that you care. And then you're actually being proactive about making sure that people can keep their sanity. Because again, if you don't have your head screwed on right, then everything else falls apart. So Neil, anything else? That's it. 
All right. So that is it for today. Markingschool.io slash live. That's L-I-V-E to learn about the virtual growth accelerator, which includes live event as well. Going to have CRO speakers, SEO speakers, paid ad speakers, just across the board, amazing people. And yeah, go apply. Markingschool.io slash live. And if it looks good, Neil and I will give you a call. We'll see you tomorrow. We appreciate you joining us for this session of Marketing School. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit marketingschool.io for more resources based on today's topic, as well as access to more episodes that will help you find true marketing success. That's marketingschool.io. Until next time, class dismissed.